Hi, I'm Tony G, the host of The Tony G Show, as well as The Tony G Show Interviews. You are listening to the final edition of our September series of interviews with SNC women's golfer, Luca Kenyon. Luca Kenyon is a senior at St. Norbert College who is studying to be a communication major. She is from Woodstock, Illinois, a graduate of Marion Central Catholic High School. She is a well-established women's golfer who, while in her time at St. Norbert College, has become an NACC Scholar-Athlete and was an All-NACC member by finishing 7th out of 40 entrants at the NACC Championship in 2020. Now, here is the second and final interview from our September series. Here is the Tony G Show interviews, Luca Kenyon. The second and final edition of the September series of the Tony G Show interviews is SNC women's golfer Luca Kenyon. Luca, I'm, I want to welcome you into the show and... Thank you for spending the time with us, me and Will McCormick, coming on to the September series of the Tony G Show interviews. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Tony. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. For background context, before we get into all the fun stuff of this interview, everybody in this room, Will McCormick, Tony G, Luca Kenyon, we've all known each other for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we are... At least three. At least three. Yeah, I think Tony, I think you and I had a class together freshman year or something Freshman like year. That. History of Latin America. There it Shout is. Shout out to uh, Dr. Larson. I, <laughs> I do remember that. remember you studying for that one. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yep. Throwback. I actually took another class in Latin America with that same professor. Mm. Luca was not there. Point is, we've all known each other for a couple of years, but I've never really got to know Luca Kenyon in depth as the athlete, as the SNC women's golfer. So we're going to welcome you into the Tony G Show and get to know more about Luca Kenyon as the golfer. So I want to start here. Luca, how did you get into golf? What's the background story of Luca Kenyon? Finding her love in the game of golf. I started golfing when I was in eighth grade, and I was bribed by ice cream. Um, Ice cream, okay. (laughs) My neighbors took me and my brother golfing, and they'd always say, if we go, we could get ice cream after, so of course, we were going to go. And then after a while, I kind of started to like it. It was different than soccer, which was something I'd done since I was like three, so it was very different, and I kind of liked that. I was surprised, because I don't like things that are typically slower sports sure however golf just kind of caught my attention and I could make contact with the ball when I was younger so you know it helps when you're good at something oh, yeah. so then I started to like it more and put more time into it okay yeah. so then what was your track to St. Norbert College were you recruited to come play golf here what was the decision to get you to St. Norbert so I was actually looking for just smaller schools in general that I could play golf at because I thought it would be cool to be able to play college golf and that was kind of the goal. That's why I practiced a lot. So when I came to St. Norbert, I asked if I could talk to the golf coach. So it wasn't like the coach reached out to me, but I was okay. went up to them and was like, hey, I'm interested in playing. So that's kind of how I went about that. Was there ever an active recruitment process with you? Were you ever recruited by schools to go play golf with them? No. Okay. I, I was very casual, and I was super indecisive about college, too. Sure. So... I made my decision a week before deadline, and I thought, well, say Norbert, yep, and we'll play mm-hmm. golf. <laughs> okay. What other schools were you looking into? I was looking at Ave Maria, which is in Florida. Never heard of that. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I was thinking about playing golf for them, but then I also realized they're a southern school, so they play golf year-round, so mm. that's a big time commitment compared to right. Wisconsin golf, Yep. and it would also be a lot to drag all my stuff down to Florida, so... <laughs> Wisconsin it was. <laughs> that's quite that is yeah, that's quite the trip compared yeah. to just a, an Illinois uh, Wisconsin highway type of uh, college exactly. deal. 
Do you know anything about the recruitment process in college? This is something that I'm interested in learning about because I have no idea how it works. How, how do colleges pursue golfers to recruit them? Do they follow them on the course? Is there like they just look at their scores after a round of golf? How does that work? My freshman year, we have a we had a different coach than I do now. Yep. So my freshman year coach, once I showed interest in golf, she actually came to our state and like sectional tournaments to like see me play and kind of get to know me as a player. And then our coach now is more of like an active recruiter. So he's always looking for people to recruit. For instance, we have a girl this year from, I believe it's South Carolina or North Carolina. I think South. One of the Carolinas. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so he's really actively searching for golfers. Hmm. Whereas our coach before, it was kind of like the player show interest and then she comes to watch us. But our coach now looks out for us. I don't know exactly how he goes about that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So when you were recruited by the woman who brought you to Saint, who brought you to the team at Saint Norbert and made that all work, you said she, she watched you. She watched you golf like with her own two eyes. It wasn't just score or nothing like that. Does right. that affect your play at all? Does that make you nervous? A little bit. Yeah, I actually Naturally, played yeah. awful when she came to watch <laughs> me, but I gave her all my scores from the season like past, and that helped. And also, usually with golf, you can tell if they're a good golfer or oh, yeah. even their flight pattern. Even if they're not actually doing great in the moment, you're like, oh, okay, they do have the potential. Today's just not that day. Okay. So that's helpful. And it's also fun to watch our freshmen that way, too. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd want you to watch a game of golf with yeah. Will McCormick. You're going to have to come watch us and you'll have to tell Tony how good of a golfer I am. It's just yeah. a matter of contacting <laughs> the ball at this point. Getting it to that consistent point with Will McCormick. We'll talk more about this. We'll, we're going to get tips from you later on in okay. the show but i do want to mention that you have improved your golf game from freshman year to now and i hope you don't yes. mind me bringing up a couple of stats here oh go for it <laughs> over 1100 strokes and 11 rounds in 2018 as you progress through your college career you find yourself this season leading the team with under 550 strokes through your first six rounds how have you improved as a golfer at your time in st norbert college what's gotten better with the golf game of luca kenyon the reason my golf game's gotten better is because my mentality has gotten better. Especially freshman year, I would freak out and stress myself out. Like, every shot has to be perfect. Now, I kind of go out there, and my mentality is give it everything you have. Like, you've been practicing a lot, mm -hmm. but ultimately, we're going to have fun doing it and not stress about it. Because, once again, I'm D3. Yep. I'm not on a scholarship to be here, and, like, what do we have to lose? So, that's actually really helped my mentality. Oh, and practicing short game. Okay. That's the sure. key. <laughs> That's what I wanted to ask you because you do mention the, and there is respect to be had for that, your awareness and recognition of the mental state of the game and improving that is definitely worth noting. But I wanted to ask you, what is the golf game of Luke? Is it the long game? Is it the short game? The Def intermittent game? Yeah, definitely not the long game. My drives okay. are not very um, far, so... Because I know that's my weakness, mm -hmm. I do have to always practice short. That's where I get my lower strokes is okay. if my short game's on. Because drives, I'm always going to be the shortest one in the fairway. <laughs> okay, sure. That's nothing wrong with that, too. It's no, worked for you No, just got to know well. it works for you. Really. Uh, it's two of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just see the golf game again. It was, like, relatable. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about that, what is different between, let's say, Luca Kenyon is going to go golfing for represent St. Norbert College in a golfing meet? How would that be different for you as a golfer compared to just going out, say, me and Will McCormick with Luca Kenyon going out to the golf course? What's different between the competitive level of golf and just the go out, try to start your day off with a game of golf, just casual golf game? 
when I'm going out as a St. Norbert member, I remember them representing the team and that we also have other girls on the course too who we need those good four scores. So I'm really focused when I play for St. Norbert and I usually play better when I'm under pressure than okay. if I were to go out and like have fun. Yep. When I'm out to have fun, I just really focus on like social stuff. So I don't even care about golf. Interesting. I get to okay. drive a cart then, which is cool. Yeah. We always walk. Do you, you don't get to drive the. No. no there's no carts for. Car- no, oh, sadly, no. Okay. It's kind of ridiculous. It is. I know, it's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> Maybe we could change. Bag. Let's change that. Let's. We're, we got to get. Then some... everyone would do it, right? Yeah, everyone but what, what would be wrong with that? Uh, golf carts flying all over the place. I know. Much. Whatever. Who cares? That's actually a good segue, though. I wanted to ask you, with the individualistic nature of the game of golf, because it's Luca Kenyon scores after her swings, her strokes, it is so individualistic. What is your relationship like with your teammates? Because it's not a team sport. It's not something yeah. where you go out and you know, you play is dependent on everybody pulling their part along. Like I said, right. it's just yeah. you. So what's your relationship like with That's the That's a good question because before golf, I'd only played team sports, so it was really weird to switch to that mentality. We do a lot of team bonding before school, so we get here a week early, and we try to do team dinners and team activities outside. And then our team has a really good atmosphere. We obviously are competitive because we're competing for spots, right, like every yep. week. Yep. But we also want our team as a whole to get better, so we know we need other good people too in order to achieve what we want to achieve. But it is weird being like an individual sport yep. as well. Right, because. Right. If you mess up, you can't really do anything to bring it back and make it up for your team. They just kind of have to carry you that tournament, if that makes sense. Sure. Okay. So that, that does make sense. But in trying to figure out a time to schedule this interview with the Tony G Show interviews again, Luca Kenyon, you mentioned that you had practice on certain days and we went through your schedule to get a time worked out. What is a practice like for a golf team? Our coach has a, it's called a launch monitor, and you put it behind you when you're at the range, and it will tell you how far your ball went, the miles per hour that your ball went, and the angle. So it's really cool. It's like a radar gun for your ball, which is really cool. I didn't know this was a thing until recently. Um, So we use that at the range, and our coach will watch our swing. We'll kind of help each other, give each other tips if we're not hitting it straight, and then usually we chip for a little bit and then our coach just has a ton a ton of putting drills yeah a lot of putting drills that makes sense what's a putting drill one of them is we put six tees three feet around the pin okay so it makes a circle around the pin and we have to make three in a row from each tee and if we mess up we have to go back around and start at the beginning so basically you have to make 18 shots in a row if that makes sense. So it's like an around-the-world type yeah, of deal. Yeah, around but the world. if you miss, yep. then you have to go all the way back. Start it back, yeah. Okay. Kind of it's like, kind of frustrating sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. I it's believe like, that. It's like free throws in basketball. Like yeah. In high yes. school, you have to make a certain amount, otherwise the team run, runs laps. It's the same type of principle. Yeah, I yeah. like that. And we have alignment sticks, which help us. If we don't use our alignment sticks, our coach threatens to give us burpees, which for golf team, that's a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do burpees. <laughs> We so, don't do conditioning. Yeah, literally. So it's funny. <laughs> I love the way this interview is unfolding because it seems like on numerous occasions, your answer has segued to the next question. Oh, perfect. <laughs> what is a workout routine like for a golfer? Do you go, is it like a typical schedule? Like I know there's like a time for the baseball team, football team. They all go in there and they all work out yeah. with the, the trainer here at St. Norbert College. Is that the same thing with 
the the golf team or is it more on your yeah, own type of deal we, how is that how does that go so when coach roach was here we did go with him okay it was typically once a week though because other sports require more training than us right, yep. he explained it to us that we get basically a general athlete workout with some rotational stuff right but ultimately if you're a good athlete then that will translate to your golf game but just because that was only one time a week my roommate and I usually go to the gym other times to keep up with mm-hmm. overall fitness because like Tiger Woods, he started working out and he started getting better at golf. So it just kind of correlates. Um, but our workouts aren't anything super weird, just kind of what a normal person would do in the gym, sure. I guess. Um, we did like deadlifts and squats and rows and all that good stuff. What's your favorite <laughs> thing to do then? Um, Burpees? Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Trap bar deadlift is really fun. Mm. Or if we're talking conditioning, it's like ladders that you put on the floor and you do footwork in and out. That's not for golf, but I just like to do that by myself because it reminds me of my soccer days. Um, But it's a good workout. (laughs) Will can relate probably. Oh, yeah. (laughs) From (laughs) soccer. Also does pretty decent sized bike races or bike rides. I don't know races, but like how long are they? Like 300 miles? Um. It was 676 miles in a week. So. But, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. So I try to keep up on fitness a little bit. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. I don't think that? I've gone 76 miles in my life. Yeah. You could. No. You'd be surprised. You mm. could. You could. If you're in, Especially with a team and you can draft. See, that's the thing, though. This is true. I'm the radio guy. I'm the guy that sits in the studio. <laughs> we'll go, like, we'll go ride. We'll be interviewing the bikers. Well, come on. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> that's more my strength. Is there? You mentioned Tiger Woods. Yeah. But is there anybody who you look up to in the game of golf that you try to emulate a game after or or even like you said the mental part of it towards the the earlier part of this interview? Who do you look up to in the game of golf? If I'm going to be totally honest, I don't watch professional golf cuz I think it's boring, which sounds weird as someone who plays golf, but I'd rather play it. I don't watch it at all. But someone I look up to is my swing coach from back home. He went semi-pro, but he was just really good at golf and his mentality and he's very calm so whenever i'm riled up about a bad shot i just remember how calm he was and i'm like all right let's take it down a notch yeah so that helps i look up to my swing swing coach from home is there a certain place that you have golf that you think man i I would give anything to go back there and golf a second time there's this place in illinois that i had my pr for college but it's not like a famous course um so if i were to golf somewhere i'd want to golf there but Famous courses, um, yeah. Whistling Straits. I've always wanted to play there. Mm. I know it'd be awful, but it'd be really cool to like <laughs> go there. Yes, <laughs> literally right on the water. I know I mean, like, it's an unreal. The amount of golf balls that, that Will and I would put <laughs> into—it's <laughs> into, like, not even just a drink. It's not—we like to call it a drink to sound like we know what golf is. That's not even—that doesn't count. That's like a whole different body of water. Okay. <laughs> I seem to have like a. Like a tracking device for water or the rough. Or a tree. Yeah, or a tree. The, yeah, the I wish they had the GPS on golf balls. That'd yeah. be sweet. Wouldn't that be awesome? That'd be That's awesome. my mom's favorite part. I mean, I there get... has to be a thing, right? It yeah. has to be. I mean, I get that there's like content in the ball that makes it go farther or this or that. Can we get a ball, golf ball to float, please? I mean, yeah, wait, I wait, don't even know it's a They thing. actually do have those. The squad's looking at in Florida. They yep. had a driving range that was into a pond because all the balls floated. Oh. So in order to clean the driving range, you literally just scoop it off the top of the water. Isn't that cool? It's See, so cool. That's smart. That's part of the reason why I went to go there. I wanted to hit into the driving range. Like that. mm-hmm. That's <laughs> actually pretty cool. I know. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure that that could take away 
from the golf ball market because now all of a sudden not as many people are going out to buy golf balls because <laughs> everyone's not losing them because they're floating right in the water. That's, oh, you know what? You're right. That's mm-hmm. true. Is there a That's certain golf true. ball that you prefer to use? My coach always asks me this too. I don't think I'm good enough to know the difference. Okay. But right now I'm on a Bridgestone kick. I've been using those. My grandparents got me personalized golf balls for my birthday. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, I don't have to mark my ball anymore with What's, a Sharpie. Because it, it says your Luca? name on it or it what? It says Luca21 because it was for my 21st. Nice. <laughs> um, I like it. Yeah, so I've been using those. I'm on a kick for those right now. See, I'm more of the whatever I find on the golf course. Oh, perfect. Like I just picked up yep. a Bridgestone one. Yep. There you go. On hole four. The amount of... Golf balls that I have found. I think it's we're, I mean, I have my supply for next summer. It's yeah. great. I know. <laughs> I have egg cartons filled with golf balls that I've... I used to live on a golf course, so we would always collect <laughs> really? them. Yeah. From living on a golf course to being bribed to the golf exactly. game with ice cream yep. to now a college athlete in the golf mm-hmm. Fun fact, when I lived on the golf course, I never golfed. I didn't like golf when we lived on the golf course. Once we moved, I thought, oh, maybe I should play golf. And my parents were like, nice, good timing. Oh, <laughs> I was yeah. like, yep. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> we've mentioned certain aspects of your future throughout the course of this interview. I want to attack it from a non-athletic standpoint. You are a communication major yes. at St. Norbert College. What are your career aspirations? And doing my research for this interview, I see one particular field that you are interested in but i want to ask you and just open it up to you what are your career aspirations with your communication degree that you are going to get shortly right now i'm thinking event planning i would like to work for either a country club or a resort or something okay um and do events for them i don't have a ton of experience i've worked a few concerts and stuff through an internship but I think as of right now, that's what I want to do. And my backup plan is college admissions counseling. Okay. You'd yeah. be a good admissions counselor. I, I, I work, or I do tours. Okay. Yeah. Tours. Yep. Yep. So I like that a lot. It's super fun. I always so see you I walking think, around campus yeah, with these families. It's a good time. <laughs> yep. Any interest in planning weddings? Yes. Okay. Yep. That's, that's part of Yep. That's part of it. <laughs> part okay, of I the wanted event to ask stuff. you about that because I, I, how would that, I know what a wedding planner is and I understand. Mm-hmm. The concept of one and how it's used, but I mean, like, I feel like you'd have to be a pretty creative person to be a wedding planner. Don't like married couples just come to you and are like, "I want a big wedding. Here's our song. The rest is all you." Like, is that how it would go? Or I, it kind of depends. I think on the people. Some people are super laid back, right? And okay. some people are very hands on. Want everything perfect. Yeah. Um, my friend actually is getting married in May, so she said that I could help her wedding plan because she knows that that's something I'm interested in. So we've started. She'll basically ask me to compare prices for her of oh, okay. a bunch of different locations that she's interested in and then look at like DJs, bands, and kind of compare their reviews, prices, all that kind of stuff. Yep. I feel like a lot of it's they give you the location, where they want things, and then you're doing a lot of price analysis. Um, at least that's what I've been doing. Sure. Um, uh-huh. But it's been interesting because I've never been involved in a wedding before, so it's been nice to kind of actually get experience before i'm like oh this is exactly what i want to do (laughs) so it's been fun i imagine you have to be pretty patient like you said maybe some couples or like even if it's any sort of category of event planning i feel like there's going to be people and companies that you deal with that are pretty hands-on and you're going to be like all right well i guess i could make that work yeah patience and creativity but i think you have those qualities so i feel like (laughs) i feel like that might be the uh, smart route for you to go well it's interesting tony because um 
you know, you contact the people getting married, yep. they contact you, then you go contact a bunch of different companies. Then it's a waiting game, right? You're waiting oh, for them yeah. to get back to you so that you can get back to the couple. And it's like, wow, you, if everyone could just be super fast, that'd be yeah. awesome. But <laughs> We could get this wedding planned in a yeah, week. Yeah, we could Let's get it done everybody fast. everybody get on the same page. As I mentioned earlier in this interview, we've all known each other for a couple of years now. And I know you, Luca. I know that you are a very spiritual person. Your faith plays a big role in your life. Yeah. I want to ask you, both in athletics and your life in general, how does your faith play a role in your life as Luca Kenyon the golfer and Luca Kenyon the person? In golf, it actually really helps me because before our golf tournaments on the bus, I usually either do like a rosary or read some Bible verses. Um, it kind of just calms my nerves too. And then also, if I'm doing bad, I take a step back and I'm like, in the broad scheme of things, this one golf game is not going to matter. So let's just try to see what we can do here and have fun with it. So that's where it really helps me in golf. And also being able to, it just keeps me accountable to try to be a better person, mm -hmm. especially if someone's out Absolutely. there and not having a fun time. Like I played with a freshman a couple days ago and she was not having a good time. And I was like, I promise it gets better. This is not, you know, it's not supposed to be super stressful. It's okay. So it just hold me accountable to be a better person. And then outside of golf, I'd say that's where I try to center my life. Obviously, I'm not perfect, so that's not always ah, the case. Right? But my faith has just always been there. And then I just realized I've tried to cut it out for a sec, and I realized I'm not a good person when I try to cut it out. So it just holds me accountable and makes me realize there are more important things in life mm -hmm. than just the little day-to-day -day things that might seem annoying <laughs> catholic faith correct yeah mm -hmm. did that play a role in coming to st norbert as well were you looking for a catholic college so i actually wasn't at first because okay. i'd went to smaller catholic schools my whole life and i thought i needed a break and a change so i was looking at bigger schools at first but i was always drawn back to the smaller schools and i prayed a lot about my college decision what but I'm also indecisive, so that's why it took me so long <laughs> to figure out where I wanted to go. But it's super convenient now, having been here, that churches on campus, I can just pop in and yeah, get yep. to know some people through um, the church, which has been super nice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're in the back half of this interview, Luca. 60 Seconds with Luca Kenyon still on the way. But as we've mentioned throughout the course of this interview and our regular season episodes of the Tony G Show, again, this is the September series of the Tony G Show interviews. And in the September of Season 7 of the regular episodes of the Tony G Show, Will and I have been catching up on our golf games and kind of talking about how mm -hmm. unimpressive they are. And also, <laughs> I mean... It's mostly Tony at this point. I've pretty much mastered it. <laughs> Will has given up on himself Will in the golf game. Will is a pro. I am This is what the conversation that I want to have. We've had a great conversation so far. I want you to teach us about golf. I have a couple questions. Couple, okay. A couple general... <laughs> Uh, uh, directions that you can point us in. I want to ask you about uh, certain clubs, though. What's the difference between a driver and a three-wood? So, driver has... The head is bigger. Okay. And in theory, it should go further. Um, <laughs> for me, sometimes it doesn't, but, you know, in theory, it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. And three-wood is usually easier to hit off of not a tee, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. um, so, if it's sitting up nice in the rough, I like to use it. Um, on the fairway, I'll use it. <laughs> wow. Did you try to use it somewhere else? <laughs> well, see, I have 
Which <laughs> when to use? He's uh, messing up my game. When words. to? Uh, yeah, I'm intentionally. Uh, <laughs> it makes me feel like a better golfer to watch me struggle. There you go. <laughs> when do you use which iron? What's the purpose of them going from? Oh, six, seven, eight. Six compared to nine, so a six will go further than a nine iron. Okay. So the lower the number is, the further it will go because the angle of the club yep. isn't as dramatic if that makes sense so yes. like a nine iron will go higher high the height yeah yep. okay so it lands on the green better then what's mm. the difference between all these different wedges that exist a sand approach a oh, yeah. pitching <laughs> what's the i got one of them yeah i, use. I mean, I mean... <laughs> and it doesn't work so well but what's the difference between all of them personally i can only speak from what i use i use a 60 degree which is okay you really have to get under that one and it oh, yeah. goes super high right yeah. I mean, if you don't get under it, then you just skull it, yep, <laughs> across the green. <laughs> but the idea for that one is so that it lands and doesn't really roll. Yeah. And then if you have something that's a little less angled, the idea is that you can bump and run it. So you kind of have to plan where you want it to land and then anticipate the run of the mm. ball, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'd say the angle is the main thing. <laughs> See, I don't answer do your that. question. I don't know. I, I basically just swing and hope it lands somewhere near <laughs> yeah, the hole. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, as my brother would say when he'd go watch my golf things, Luca, just send it. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Just send it. Okay. <laughs> In theory, you know, I have a college payoff, so I can't go buy all these different clubs that there Yeah, is. they're so expensive. Very Golf is an expensive hobby. Yep. I have the one wedge that I use. Mm-hmm. If I just open the face of the club a little bit more. Yeah. I get a little more yep, hard on it. Exactly. Hmm. You might have to move your feet the opposite direction. Okay. Hmm. To like compensate, angle? yeah, to compensate for the direction. But yeah, if you open your club face, it will go higher. I have these two clubs in the golf bag, a four hybrid and a five hybrid. I never know when. I just kind of pick one and all right. And you rock yeah. it. What's the difference between those yards. two? One will just go further okay. than the other. And I um, assume so I assume the four goes yes! farther. Yep. Okay, I knew it. Yeah. All right. You got it. Question that now I want to see you guys golf. <laughs> no, you don't. No, he no, really I don't. really, I really do. I mean, <laughs> a fun golf. Tony had a Tony had a nice chip that went into the rough and then bounced off a branch and right back onto the fairway. <laughs> okay, well, if you want to get after certain swings that we've had, I mean, it's pretty huh. funny. I was behind a tree this turn this past tournament, and my coach gave me the angle and he's just like hit it low, and I was like, all right, and all right. I hit the tree. And I hit another tree, and I almost hit my coach. And <laughs> I mean, I could do not. I hit like three trees, and it was it was awesome. It was funny. Okay. <laughs> I admittedly topped the ball yes. four times in a row in the rough. It was nice. bad. Oh, I picked yeah. it up, and I was like, "All right, we're done." Throw <laughs> it further, yeah. He did this literally. He was like, "All right, I'm done." What's uh, the key to a good putt? Take the club back as far as you're going to take it forward. You don't want to decelerate Ooh, okay. on your way through because mm-hmm. that will really screw up your your speed and actually your direction. Is it more of a preference thing in terms of gripping the club, like in the gripping that goes on the club, on the stick mm-hmm. itself? Yeah. Because I know there's thicker, especially with a putter, there's yeah. thicker grips, there's thinner, there's flatter grips. Is it just a preference thing? Yeah, it's just kind of whatever you feel comfortable with. Okay. People will sometimes change it up to see if it helps their putting, um, but ultimately... I think it's making sure that you're coming back. Imagine like a line on the ground drawing from your ball to the pin. This okay. is what I do, at least. <laughs> and I get it. I get what you're saying. I'm yeah. mentally just like, all right, we're just going to keep this club on the line and make sure that you control the speed. And, you know, kind of helps <laughs> sometimes. 
what other general tips or advice do you have? Any anything in particular? You're gonna go. Well, this is. Will McCormick's gonna tee off, and you're gonna say, "Well, do this in this round of golf." All right, I'll I'll tell Will to look behind, <laughs> step behind the ball, and look down the fairway. So then you can kind of pick out your spot. Like, mm. oh, I'm going to hit it that direction. Okay. okay. Um, I'm going to do that, actually. I'm going to try to, like, pick a spot. No, that through. actually helps because you're just focusing on the spot then, mm. not the hole as a hole, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, see, but it's one thing to, like, envision. I want to hit no, it right. it's, to yeah, the right. It's different. And then, like... <laughs> and then Tony shanks it 50 yards. Exactly. And, and like, then I pull that? it this way and, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. That's not where I had. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well... But you can give it a shot. I mean, I give you guys props because... Golf is frustrating to pick up. <laughs> see, the first, what, see, the first day I was hitting like I was golfing for 50 years, and then now it's just regressed. Ah, beginner's yeah. luck, man. I know. That's what it is. <laughs> it is. It was. I, was str- I hadn't been able to golf for like the month leading into this class. And I was like, you know, this is my, my second, third year actually golfing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Still cool. not good at it, though. We'll That's get fair. there. <laughs> but I'm watching Will golf, and I'm like, dude. I was ripping him. What? And I'm sitting here... <laughs> Right Shaking. to the, I mean, like, like, like we're talking twenty yards, thirty yards. We're talking <laughs> perfect, on? perfect form, follow through, everything. Yeah, it's great. And then he and started Will's thinking like, about I'm it. I'm a pro. Yeah, <laughs> started thinking about it a little bit, and then now, yeah, now, now I'm in my head. Speaking of personalized golf games, mm-hmm. I know that there are little niches and nuances to a golfer in terms of what they have, like a good luck charm or like a certain. Yeah. Uh, What's that called? A sock that goes over the... Oh, yeah. Like the, the club cover. Club cover. Something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, head cover. I know. Is there anything that you have on your golf bag or something like a special towel or something that you use for a good luck charm or, or just something to kind of bring you back to a centered place to golf? Okay, we're going to throw it back to the faith thing. I keep a rosary in my bag. Okay. Um, yep. Just because I'm like, hopefully this will help. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should try that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, anything. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes, if I have a really good game, then I'll mark my ball the same way. So usually I put my initials on it. But say I did like a smiley face one time and I did really good. I'm like, smiley face again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's keep it going. Interesting. Just random things. You know, if you have like a good round, you're like, what did I do that time? <laughs> oh, I was wearing this hat. I'm going to wear it again. Yeah. So you get a little a little superstitious, but that's okay. <laughs> Not super, but just a little stitious. Just, just a little <laughs> <laughs> no, I would do the same thing in soccer. Like if I played a good game, I would tape my socks the same way. Yes. Really? It's just, I don't know what it is. Routine, but, baby. <laughs> yeah, literally. With me and the whole baseball thing, I'm superstitious when it comes to watching. Mm, okay. Like Not I will sit in the though? same spot. I will watch from the same, I will wear the same hoodie. But mm. when I played, I was like, whatever, I'll just, whatever yeah. I'm comfy in. And then, I don't know, maybe that's just the difference that we had. But it's that time of the show, Luca. 60 seconds with Luca Kenyon. Oh, yeah. I'm going to fire questions off at you. All right. Don't have to take too much time to think about it. Just what comes to your head, answer as naturally as you can. When Will starts this timer, we're going to go with 60 seconds with you. You ready? Sounds good. What is your favorite club to hit with? Driver. Who do you think would be the better golfer, me or Will? Oh, gosh, Tony. <laughs> Favorite Packer player ever? Donald Driver. <laughs> You're from Woodstock, Illinois. You go to school in De Pere, Wisconsin. Brewers or Cubs? Brewers. A movie that will never get old every time you watch it. Elf. What's the one thing that you're going to miss most from St. Norbert College after you graduate? Being able to run to the church whenever I want. <laughs> mm. Favorite SNC sport to follow besides golf? Volleyball. Best fries on campus, where do they come from? Dale's unbiased. Favorite sacrament of the Catholic faith to receive? Confession. Favorite SNC broadcaster? Oh my gosh, Tony. <laughs> Correct answer. Dream vacation location? 
Italy. What's the capital of Canada? Oh, shoot. I have no idea. <laughs> the capital of Canada? Yeah. Ottawa. Oh, cool. A good fireplace or a strong air conditioner? What's your preference? Fireplace. Dream breakfast platter. Avocado toast. Ooh. Favorite music artist? Morgan Wallen. You mentioned that ice cream was the persuader to get you to play golf. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Anything with peanut butter, caramel, and chocolate. All three? Yep. Not, not just one? <laughs> nope, all three. What if I gave you one with two but not Go three? big or go home. Okay. <laughs> all the way. That was 60 seconds with Luca Kenyon. You Perfect. did great. I did better than I thought on the 60 seconds. I thought it was going to be a lot more painful. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> you did great. For you <laughs> to listen to. Yeah, I mean... It, Sorry, Will. No, it's okay. Uh, Will, I was flustered. <laughs> it's okay. I owe you, man. No, it's okay. You'll come watch and you'll you'll find out how bad Tony is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how, how much of a gap there actually isn't between me yeah, and Will. Like, and Tony, you better not disappoint me. Though. I know. We'll, we'll actually uh, play, and Tony won't get two drives. He'll get one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. And, uh, you know, I try to throw a question in there that the athlete would, like, for the other September series interview, Ben Cole, I asked him a math question. You know, six oh, plus God. two plus four, or something like that. Something Minus that I would have messed just up. Just something yeah. hard that, like, off the top of your head, I just try to catch that. Yeah. Just to see if they're, if they're with me or not. There you go. The capital of Canada is Ottawa. Yeah, see, I, I was going to say Montreal. Yep. So. I, you know, I blanked on all Canadian cities. So. <laughs> <laughs> see, if I'm, I'd like to play this off like I'm the smart guy who knew that off the top of my head. In preparing for this uh, interview, I definitely Googled that. But either way, <laughs> I only got one final question for you, Luke. All right. And I want you to take some time, think about it, and answer it as genuinely and as naturally as you can. What motivates you, Luca Kenyon? What motivates me is by watching other people be really good people, I want to be as good as other people have treated me, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I've been really blessed in my life, and people have treated me really nice and gone out of their way to make things easier for me. So I just try to do that for other people and... Try to make their life a little bit easier if I can. Like a do on to others type of yeah. scenario. Yeah. yeah. Pass cool. it along. Yeah. Just that selfless the, energy. That's the goal. <laughs> okay. I, I like that. All right. That was our Tony G Show interviews, the final interview of the September series with Luca Kenyon. Luca, you did great. That was fantastic. We thank you for spending time on the show, for taking the time out of your busy schedule, especially being in season with women's golf. We wish you the best of luck, not just with this season. But after you graduate in life as well, we wish you the best of luck from the Tony G Show. Thanks for coming. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to the Tony G Show interviews, Luca Kenyon. That was the conclusion of our September series featuring Luca Kenyon as well as SNC football quarterback Ben Cole. Keep an eye out for our October series releasing next month, and make sure to subscribe and comment to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to follow the show on social media, on Twitter and Instagram. Regular episodes for the Tony G Show release on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Thank you again for listening to the Tony G Show interviews, Luca Kenyon.